Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, it's Friday, so we're taking a break from Acts. I know we're almost done. We'll finish it up next week, but we're taking a break from Acts for our Sabbath in the Psalms and looking to Psalm 24. Now, let's understand, as humans, we are natural control freaks. But as you consider who our God is, as yourself, honestly, who would you prefer being in control of your job, you or God? Who would you prefer being in control of your family, you or God? Who would you prefer being in control of fill in the blank, anything in your life, you or God? Consider who is on the throne here in Psalm 24, starting in verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. If you need further evidence of who exactly is in control, go all the way back to Genesis. Go all the way back to Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God. God already existed. He created the heavens and the earth, and he did it with thought and voice. He spoke, and things happened. Things that never had existed suddenly existed. The Lord said, let there be light, and there was light. Period. If you need more detail, look at Job. Specifically starting in chapter 38, Job has questions for God, and Job brings these challenges, and God answers back pretty brilliantly, pretty phenomenally. So if you're curious who this king of glory is still, Job 38, start there. A lot of questions will be answered. Who should be running any aspect of your life? You or the Lord, strong and mighty. You or the king of glory. You or the God of your salvation. Now, I don't say that to tell you to give up control today. Sabbath in the Psalms is not for making changes. Sabbath is for resting in truth, resting in God's arms. Whether you would willingly let him drive certain parts of your life, and I think we all go through times where we're willing to give up more control and sometimes where we're holding on tight. Whether you would give up control or not, his sovereign will is perfect. He is in control. He is still on the throne, and that's good news. Now, I know that's all easier said than done or said than accepted. We are natural control freaks, as I said. So recognizing anyone else as, quote, driving our lives is a scary proposition. That's why the Psalms are so wonderful. Many of them were written by David in some of his darkest times when it seemed like the whole world was hostile to him. King Saul was hunting David during a lot of these times. Enemies surrounded him. 
In some ways, nothing was in his control. And yet God was on the throne. And as long as God is on the throne, everything else is going to be okay. I have a friend right now who's going through a pretty intense situation health-wise with his family, some an illness in the family that they're dealing with, and it all feels very out of control. But we were talking just the other day over the phone, and he kept referring back to Peter walking on the water, and how stability and safety in that time didn't come from Jesus calming the waves down. It didn't come from Jesus literally holding his hand. It simply came from Peter looking to Jesus with faith that even though it all felt very scary, faith that Jesus had it under control. And it was only when Peter looked away from Jesus to the waves and the danger that he began to sink. Let me pray for you today for eyes on Jesus, regardless of the chaos swirling around. Not that you would give him control, but that you would simply recognize that he is in control. Because peace is not coming from our circumstances, but regardless of our circumstances, peace comes from the Prince of Peace. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for your peace that passes understanding. Thank you for being in control, even when sometimes we would like to trick ourselves into thinking we're in control. Thank you for overruling our own sinful, flawed decision-making, God. Thank you, Lord, for comforting us when it's all chaos. Thank you for holding us up when it feels like we're sinking. Lord, thank you that you are victorious. You are the King of glory, whether we always recognize it or not. Lord, keep that thought, keep that image at the front of our brains this weekend. That no matter how things go, no matter what our circumstances, regardless of our circumstances, that we would rest in you, rest in who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be finishing Acts next week, so come back Monday for the conclusion of Paul's story in Acts, Paul's journey to Rome. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. Have a great day.